<laughs> did you get a new song yet or are we just sticking <laughs> to this is this officially it's the point where it's to the point where i wish we were on video because it's to the point where i'm like video i'm like vibing to the song over here by myself i mean it's not bad it's not terrible it's really not but i feel like um we definitely have some better options to use we do we do speaking of songs i, I i'm almost done with my winter playlist I, gotta, oh, I definitely need it. I'm ready. I am You're working ready? from home and I'm oh, yeah. feeling like, ugh. That's like going to be perfect. It's just me and the clicks of, be, of the computer and my mind. I need some new, like, music. Yeah, you need something. Mm-hmm. If, I got you. For anybody you, who doesn't know, Deanna makes the best Spotify playlists of the season. <laughs> The best if you like that type of music, but they're pretty eclectic playlists. Like they have a bunch of different genres on there. So I'll share. I'll share. I mean, if they weren't, if you weren't making these playlists and sharing them, you know, with us, mm-hmm. I never would have fallen in love with this one. Like a Oh my god, this is my favorite song of like right now. The year. Yeah. This is this actually is Your the song of my jam. Oh my god, this is the song of my 2022. It does feel like a sucker punch. Right? This whole fucking year. You know what else felt like a sucker punch? This fucking blizzard we just had. <laughs> oh my god. That's all on the playlist, by the way. What? I said that song's on the playlist, by the Sucker way. Sucker Punch? Oh, my God. It's my favorite. Yeah. It just, it's like my anthem. I, I can't even. And so many different Shit, levels. So and so, so many different ways. I can't. I can't so go good. there right now, but eventually we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the blizzard. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy times. Tell, tell us about it, because I wasn't there. Actually, I was going to um, be there, but because of the blizzard, I was not there. So, yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky. It, You know, there was a lot of talk about, I'm, I mean, it was right a good portion of the, not the entire Northeast, but the Midwest. Like, it, it was not, it wasn't localized to just us this time. Usually we get our lake effect snow in here in Western New York and, and that's our, that's our thing. But this was more of a. I mean, this um, is cyclone. It was ridiculous. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so the temperature dropped really quickly um, and really drastically. And then, you know, 70 mile an hour winds coupled with snow. It was it was interesting. It was interesting. So there was zero visibility. So our plows do a really good job, you know, keeping up with uh, normal storms um, with just heavy snowfall. But they couldn't even make it out this time. So we literally spent days in the house. We we couldn't leave. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. Driving bans everywhere, the whole thing, you know. Um, our grocery stores were closed. That never happens. If you're from a snowy area, you know, you're... You get your bread, you get your eggs, you get your milk, and you have French toast for like a, a day. And then you're fine. Yeah. But this was like yep. catastrophic. Snowfall. Yeah, like, unfortunately, it, it was. Yeah, there was, you know, a lot of, um, a number of lives lost, um, 30-something that they know of now. It's been, it's been really um, not, you know, not absolutely, an easy time for absolutely the Absolutely terrifying. So, like a friend mm-hmm. of ours, 
friend, a mutual friend of ours, um, his wife. Well, I'm sorry, girlfriend, but let's. They, that they went to work and they could not get home, and yeah, yeah, they like got stuck. They had to pull their car over and luckily made it to um, a couple houses, and yeah. somebody let her in, and she was, you know, bunkered up there for what two, two days, two three days before something with that. Mm-hmm. Imagine yeah, if it scary, wasn't for the so... kindness of those people, there would be way oh more. My God. Oh, way there were so many stories. stories. For all the negative stories that you've seen, you know, that have made international news with the looting and um, a lot of the stores getting looted. It's I really mean, that's sad. just really sad and it's ridiculous. disgusting. Yeah, it's I mean, that's, you know, that's just the the worst of the worst. Right. But. But nobody got hurt. There were a lot that, of good so, Samaritan stories as yeah. well. So that was that was nice. But now we are rocking and rolling. Right. Um, we got to watch, you know, some Christmas movies during the weekend while Tell, we were. Wait, wait, okay. So now we're, we're talking about down. this. Tell me what yours and Dina's favorite Christmas movie is. Favorite Christmas movie. You know, I like to look for a good queer Christmas movie. Um, our favorite one that we've watched now three years running since it came out um, is, is it three years already? Yeah, I think it came out 2020. Um, but it's uh, Happiest Season. With you know, Kristen I don't Stewart. think I've ever seen it. Oh, my God. You guys are missing out. First of all, it's hilarious. And uh, it's hilarious. You would you would love it. Dan Levy's in it. Oh, my God. Hilarious. So it's really good, but the the premise is, without giving anything away, no spoilers, the premise is, if you haven't seen it, Kristen Stewart and her girlfriend um, are dating and have been living together for like six months. Her girlfriend was not out to her parents, so she, she told Kristen Stewart that over the summer she came out to her parents and let her know that they were dating, but they, they've been dating a year and she's not met her parents. So kind of red flag, right? Well, I then mean, she says she's going kind of red for flag? Christmas. I, I lived with somebody oh, for years. Oh, this is true. You lived. <laughs> no red flag. I mean, to each their own. That's I'm true. just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, but fucking no, sorry, red go flag, ahead. Jen. Go ahead. To each their own. Jen, Whatever. flag on I the flag. Am, I am the definition of a red flag. Yeah, listen, I am. everybody, everybody, it. Yes, and everybody does everything in their own time, right? We talked about that last time. That's totally fine. However, she invites Kristen Stewart to come home with her for Christmas. And then on the way there tells her, oh, by the way, I never came out to my parents. And they just thinking I'm I'm bringing my roommate who lost both her parents years ago. So they just think you're coming with me because you don't have a family to go to. And she's like, are you what? So she closets her girlfriend and brings her, you know, with her to, um, to, yeah. to see her family, <clears throat> right. to meet okay. her family so, for the first time. Okay. So it's a series of unfortunate events that follows, of course, and it's fantastic. And we just, we love it. We love it. We look forward to watching it every year, and it's our, like, it's our thing. Wait, what's that movie? You know, some people watch The Christmas Story. We watch The Happiest Season. So, it, so the way you're describing it is, like, What's that movie with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds and 
Oh, the proposal. Yes. That's, yeah. Is that like the same premise? Um, no, no. The other queer movie we watched, the other queer Christmas movie we watched is exactly that same kind of premise. It's called Looking for Her. And Dina even said before we started Happiest Season, she's like, you know that other one we watched the other night? She's like, I would add that to our annual uh, watch list for Christmas. And what's, what's it's it called? called? Looking for Her. Hmm. Okay. Looking for Her. It's very... Um, is She's going home for the holidays. Her parents are only just now coming to terms with the fact that their daughter's queer. And she's kind of estranged from them and then her dad calls her up and says hey bring your girlfriend home and she's like oh shit I'm not even dating this girl anymore uh, okay. so she puts out a, an ad to basically pay somebody to come and pretend to be her girlfriend for the visit home I got you mm-hmm. so, so you know where that's going exactly mm-hmm. exactly so that's <laughs> so I, I've actually I don't think I've really ever watched a queer Christmas movie. I mean, I'm not. A, oh my god! Not really. Neither big. Have I. I haven't really sought them out. I mean, maybe until we now. Should, should do our own. We should make our own. We should make our own queer. Starring movie. Linda, <laughs> Linda and Donna. Uh, Donna being your mother, Linda being my mother. We could. Uh, oh my god! We could do like. We can get all four of our mother, our mothers together: Dina's, Chrissy's, my mom, and your mom. Oh my and we God. can we can make a Christmas movie based on them. John, that's a fucking. That's not a Christmas movie. That's a fucking disaster. <laughs> Could you imagine? We take them to New York City. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We take them all. We'll go stay with Dina's mom. Oh my gosh, we oh should do God. it. Oh my gosh! We could record that. People, oh my god, we'd make millions. Mm -hmm. My mom's a character. Your mom's a character. I mean, Christy's mom and and Dina's mom. I mean, God bless their souls. They're a little bit sweeter, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) a little bit more innocent. Um, but Mm -hmm. that could be. Yeah, that would be a mess. I'm not sure I'm in favor of that. Oh, my gosh. We should do it. Let's plan it next year. But it would be funny. Oh, my God. We would make billions. I mean, in all honesty, in all honesty, it would they would be... Tragic. They would be very, very entertaining. They would. Together, the four different personalities. Is- <laughs> oh, my God. That would be Like, they're classic. all completely different. That's what's so fun. They are. Mm-hmm. I mean, there wouldn't be any table flipping or anything like that. It wouldn't be that type of, of dynamic. It would be like, what? What do you mean? (laughs) What? Constant shock. What? (laughs) Why are you not doing that? (laughs) (laughs) What are we watching? Constant shock. Where are we? To the others. (laughs) Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. Let's the dramatics alone would be like Oscar worthy. It would be funny if we some. I don't know. Let's get them all in one room somehow. That's the problem, though. None of them live near each other except for my mom and your mom. Well, those two alone, you know, are and they to... already know each other well enough. 
Man, those two could be disastrous. Yeah, they're characters in and of themselves. That's for damn sure. My my relationship with my mom is uh is interesting. Um, a lot of humor between us. All of our relationships with our moms are interesting. They are. Right? I make fun of my mom a lot. Um, but not really like like <laughs> bullying, but No, in a fun way because I think deep down she enjoys it, even though she'll, I don't know that she'll admit it. Right. But I think deep down she enjoys the attention. Like, come on. Oh, I'm sure she does. Come on. It's funny. The shit you do is funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I am so looking forward to it's hopefully funny. seeing her this weekend just so I can capture more photos and just do what I do, you know. And she, mm-hmm. I know she finds fun in it at least oh yeah she gives you a hard time but she's laughing oh i'm sure she's pissed as well but of course but but she's also laughing the humor of it outweighs the uh the embarrassment or pissed off so for backstory jen will do like a shopping trip with her mom linda and start calling her name you throughout know, the store. And Linda's just miserable <laughs> on, the, on, the tr- on the shopping trip in general. And it's funny. It's hard to explain. Like, I'll be like, you want this? Oh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to share. Or, or take um, pictures of her doing things or videos of her. Um, like, just recently, I took this picture from her. Not the um, most flattering things, yeah. Of her eating an ice cream cone at the Saratoga racetrack this past summer. And put it on a, a 50 by 60 inch uh, fleece blanket, blanket and then did a free <laughs> raffle to all of our friends and family on Facebook <laughs> whoever wanted in mm-hmm. on it it was a free raffle and then I went live and we picked the winner and you know <laughs> it's hilarious that's like <clears throat> She's hilarious and then you put that same image on a bunch of tote bags and gave them away the same way i do i'm <laughs> making a calendar so i'm gonna have that um, oh jesus don't give away this don't give away the surprises no i know i know i know That's you gotta hold funny. some of that shit back i do it'll be, be funny. funny maybe our listeners will uh end up getting in on this because it's so funny <laughs> it is it is I don't know why anybody wouldn't want a free bag with your mother's face on it. I can't imagine eating why. an ice cream cone with her name <laughs> nicely why? Why written would you across. Not want that? It's brilliant. hilarious. It is brilliant. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun. I'm thinking. Why not? I have all these ideas. So. Mm-hmm. It's so I funny. It. We'll keep them coming. Right. <laughs> So um, a couple topics people have been asking us about, you know, just Mm -hmm. random people, just friends that have, you know, casually listened to us because I'm sure they're like, what the heck are these people talking? What is she talking to her about? Um, Have you been getting any any feedback, any topics? I have. I've got, I I feel like we've gotten a bunch. of little comments and I keep meaning to to make notes so we can go back. Um, one specifically asked what is what 
like to tell the story of the Fletcher concert, to tell the story of the original Fletcher concert that Dina and I went to, what it was like, and then what it was like when we went with you. Because we kind of touched on it, but we didn't really... We we touched on it as in the effect it had on us, but we didn't tell the story. And I think that's kind of the funny part, and that's what people wanted to hear. Okay. So I don't know if you want to do that now, or if you got other stuff that you want to talk about. I mean, we should probably tell the story. I mean, okay. So, so backstory for so, the first. But Go real on. quick, before you start talking about the story, somebody asked me, "Who is like who is this Fletcher?" <clears throat> and it Look was well, and that's what I said. I was like, "Well, you know, it's an artist. She's an artist, and blah blah blah." She's um, going to be performing on um, New Year's Eve. On the um, the Miley Cyrus oh and gosh. Dolly Parton. That's huge. New Year's Eve special. It's freaking huge. 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 Yeah. I'm so proud. However. So proud. I hope she does. We Becky's need so to... hot. I'm thinking she will. You think? I'm thinking she will because it's just a more kind of in-your-face anthem that needs to be put out there. But I also think she'll do maybe better version. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just excited to see what she does because it's going to be fucking wild gonna be awesome i'm so excited for her i'm really anyway i hope she you know she, this is her i mean she's been recognized by you know higher higher talents so i mean i think she's gonna end up being more mainstream eventually. i really hope people so. won't be I mean, asking I hope who so she for, is for her sake right for our sake it kind of sucks because it's like the bigger somebody gets you know the harder it is to see them you know what i mean I know. But for her sake, I, I, she deserves it. She's amazingly talented, so. But I think she enjoys no, the smaller the venues. I don't know if she'll ever. Well, she's opening for Panic at the Disco. Wow, that's huge. On an arena tour. Yeah. That's awesome. This year. Or this coming year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she'll get a taste of that crowd and she'll probably, you know, I don't know. So why don't you tell the story? So first show we went to, Jen and Chrissy actually graciously <laughs> offered to babysit our kids, even though they live in Albany. The, the concert was in Boston. So um, last Christmas, Dina had bought me a few different things. What did she get? Oh, my gosh. She got me a Fletcher T-shirt. So she had me open the gifts like in subsequent order, right? Right. So she got I, the the Red Sox are my favorite baseball team. Don't judge, whatever. Um. So she got me something Red Sox. Then she got me. So I opened that. Then um. Oh my God, a bottle of Jameson. So I opened that. Then a Fletcher shirt. So I'm like putting the pieces together. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And then tickets to see Fletcher on St. Patrick's Day in Boston. Fucking phenomenal, right? And I'm like, oh my God. I didn't even, I didn't even think about buying tickets when she, um, for her last tour, because she, she went on two tours this year. But I didn't even think about it because it was so, I couldn't figure, you know, childcare and she's, nobody ever comes anywhere near Buffalo and other than Toronto, which is two hours away. But it's really frustrating. So I'm like, I, I just brushed over it. And I said, I thought, well, I'm not going to see her this time around. And then Dina got those tickets. Super exciting. So we dropped the kids off at uh, in Albany with Jen and Chrissy. 
and then we continue on to Boston. First of all, anytime you're at a Fletcher show or any queer show, the hotels nearby, you are guaranteed to be one of those one of those couples that is looking around and going, yep, that's a lesbian couple. Oh, look, there's another one. Lesbian sighting. Lesbians yeah, but, everywhere. Okay, you wait, know? let me interrupt this story for that because how do you know they're really a mm. lesbian? Jen, are you kidding? Come, I mean, real. I Jen. have some very close friends that, you know, I have like platonic relationships with. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with... I'm talking about gaydar. Gaydar's a real thing. Right, but how do you know? So... You know? I'm just saying you you just assume. So, okay, I'm not like, assuming shit, okay? Let me put the... Let it me could just be me, like me and my we're friend, our friend carabiners. Ange. Right. No, we're... No. So I can Ange have a carabiner on. multiple rings. Right. You don't wear carabiners. Right, so... But her and I could be in that. I would look for something else on you. Like what, Vans? I mean, seriously, how, how's, who's to sit these girls are together? Like our friends that we met at the Fletcher's concert, they were ser- not together. Only one was. Jen. One couple was. The other one was not. I'm just saying. Yeah, sure. But you could tell. You could tell, couldn't you? I mean, because they were leaning on each other, but I wouldn't have known. No, 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 no. You, no, you couldn't tell they weren't together. No, you couldn't tell they weren't together, but you can tell they were queer is my point not the two not the i'm talking about being able to spot other lesbians in the wild it's very hard for me it is i don't i just don't see it it's not hard for me so anyway all right go ahead okay it's not so, hard go, for dina go. so listen okay i know obviously you're the we'll real lesbian okay so Whatever. we get to boston and we're seeing this and we're like this we're at the we're in the right place right we're in the right place because look at all these lesbians around here and yes we can tell <laughs> right okay so we go of course we go to a pub for dinner on the way there because it's st patrick's day so it's freaking awesome um in boston again so there's, you know, live um, Irish dancers and crazy things going on. We're making friends with everybody. You know how we are. Um, then we make our way over to the to the concert venue to wait in line, of course, for hours, as we typically do at these Fletcher shows or at these general admission shows. So as we're waiting in line, I mean, literally, it's it's all lesbians. Hilarious. At one point, this group of guys walks by and they're like, oh, my God, where are all these women going? And I'm like, keep walking, bro. This ain't <laughs> nothing here for you. <laughs> Those poor guys. It was Those hilarious. poor guys. Um, so anyway, we get in and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, same thing that happened. Those poor guys is right. It's funny. Um, I've seen other people talk about um, guys running by. Like on a run, you know, they run by the line right? and then nobody looks at them. So they're like, what the fuck? They take off their shirt and do another pass by the line. Still nobody looking. They're like, why are all these women not paying attention to me? It's like, oh, my God. Well, I would have. I would pay attention. Does it? Yes, sure. There are some women like um, so one of the um, one of the people we met at the concert in Boston, um, she was straight. She came with her best friend who's queer right do you know what i mean right so yeah right. you're gonna get those you're gonna right. get those but the the idea is the majority of the crowd is queer i go to the bar to get a drink i'm like oh my god 
There's so there's all different kinds of lesbians nowadays, right? When we were younger, there were basically are you stereotyping lesbians? You oh my god! Oh, listen, when we were younger, those were the two. Now there are all different types of lesbians, right? Right, right, right. And we'll go through. Kind of, remember, remember what kind of lesbian now. I was classified as, according to our friend Sarah <laughs> Milf. Milf. That was I'll hilarious. take that identification. We still got to get a soundbite. We still got to get a soundbite from Sarah. So anyway, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was funny. That's how she opened that. That's how she opened that show. That was the opening song. I know. Girls, girls, girls. Oh, okay, good. I don't know if you knew that. I was, I was coherent at that point. No, not our show. She didn't open our show with that. Oh, didn't she? No. What did she open? She with? opened our show with. Um, oh, she didn't. You're right. Yeah, it was not with, coherent. If you're gonna lie, and if you're gonna um, lie, yep. And uh, what do you call it? The the new version of it. Oh, my God. Why am I blanking? Anyway, uh, guess we lied. Guess we lied. They're just the oh, instrumentals are right so good. I was kind. I was warm. I was patient. All the nights that you cry when you're wasted. Hold your hand. Rub your chest when you're anxious. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. So good. So good. That was better version, by the way. It's my favorite. So anyway, favorite. Okay, go ahead. So I go to the bar and I'm looking around, and you can see all the different types of lesbians, right? And it's it's amazing to see because they're all so um, confident and they're all you know so unreserved, right? Right. But okay. So can you explain the carabiner to me? Because when you said that, I'm like, I've never under I never heard that before. What's that? The carabiner. Can you explain that to me? Because I don't. I don't understand that. <laughs> what is it? What do you? So I, there's a, so there are a bunch of things that so that you can look for. In okay, so it. is that like a is that passing a, by that screams. that's like an Easter egg or like a a symbol? What? You were breaking up a minute, a bit there. What was that? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think you, you cut out a little bit. I'm thinking your internet connection might not be as strong. I don't know, but that's okay. It could be me interference too. Are you I there? Think, I don't know whose it is, but either way, it was cutting out a little bit. Can you hear me? So, yeah. So what what is that carabiner? Dude, what is that like a? Is it like a tattoo? Like is it just like a symbol? What? Like I, no, I'm, I'm I don't know. Oh. Like, yeah, it's like a dead giveaway. Like that's how women. That's how women who but love why women carabiner? would typically carry their keys because they're not carrying a purse, Jen. They're carrying their keys and a carabiner clipped onto their belt loop. Gosh, I'm so. Uh, I just don't. That's understand. how we're rolling. Okay, that's so, how we're rolling. When so you we're see out all these different types of lesbians. Time for a whole, full keychain. So, yes. Explain so why I'm there's different this and types. I'm by myself. There's there's different types like any other you know type of person i guess so there's oh my there's so many and then we we're gonna have to go through were you like drooling the whole at time some point. were you like no. is it like is it like a dog at like a, a meat counter or are you just like 
no, drooling. I didn't feel like that. I didn't feel like that at all. But I will tell you, the the girls next to me who saw me waiting for a drink with cash, and I was literally buying cans of water, liquid death water. Okay, gross. So. I, that's all I wanted was water and I think I got a beer for myself anyway they the girl next to me was like hey when um are you do you have a large order and I was like no I just need like two drinks and she's like can I tack on with you once you know once we get the bartender's attention I said sure so anyway she starts talking to me then another girl comes up and she's like hey guys can I order with you guys we're like yeah sure whatever so they're all talking and stuff. So then the guy comes over. We're all talking. Then the guy comes over and he, you know, takes our order. And then the one girl, she's like, here, it pays for everybody. And I'm like, this is so fucking crazy. It's crazy to have people pay for for a drink for you and expect absolutely nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you could see the dynamic around the bar. It was happening everywhere. But people walk up and they're just like, hey, I got her drink too. And then no, literally nothing, no conversation necessary no exchanging of information necessary no nothing this girl walks up one girl sees her hey you want a shot here buy you a shot the girl takes a shot walks away she's done you know what i mean i don't you don't i don't feel like i've ever seen that hmm when i was you know living a straight life growing up i felt like there was always something attached to somebody oh i always paid (laughs) <laughs> right that's why i always paid because i ain't giving shit up you know what i mean right well i did give up but I mean, yeah you did story. but that's a little different <laughs> story <laughs> so it was this really cool dynamic that i'd never experienced before where everybody's just like buying drinks and i said to the one girl i said oh my god i'm so much older than you don't buy my drink you know what i mean let me buy it she's like what does that mean maybe i like older women <laughs> i'm like and no I'll just, you know, so then I gave her cash when I walked away anyway, but she was like, seriously, not necessary. But I felt guilty because that's the mom and me, right? Right. Amazing, amazing crowd. And it was not pushy like the crowd you experienced in Pittsburgh. It was not, nobody was pushing, nobody was doing anything. It was super tight. I'm not going to lie. It was a super tight crowd. The the venue that she played at in Boston only held like 1,100 people. So it was tiny. And it was very tight. Okay. So there was that, but it was not pushy. Nobody's groping anybody. (laughs) Nobody grabbed my ass. I didn't grab anyone else's ass. Resist the temptation. Just just kidding. So not to and not to interrupt you, but Mm -hmm. thinking back, we went to see Uh Aha Her. And Oh my God. You didn't picture with Uh Aha Her. You 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 didn't experience that type of crowd or experience at the time because it wasn't necessarily acceptable right right you mean like for people to be um you've only experienced aggressive physically aggressive yeah they weren't confident nobody was confident oh nobody was oh to contrast the difference between seeing a queer artist back so for those of you who don't know uh uh-huh her is an old band that Leisha Haley, who is, who plays Alice Piazaki, um, yeah, Alice Piazaki, in the L Word and the L Word Generation Q. Um, that was like her band she had with a friend of hers. So uh, another one, their their 
music like I still listen to here and there like it's fantastic it's and it really, really yeah and it withstood a, a time a test of time do you know what I mean like right. some of it is kind of timeless and not really dated which is which is really refreshing but they um we went to see where did we go to see them Toronto Pittsburgh. or Pittsburgh no Pits- Pittsburgh no, no Philadelphia Philadelphia yes 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 so we went to see them in Philly and it was not a very queer crowd at at all because it was what year um like I don't even know early 2000 no well yeah no I mean to, Ryan was born 2011 so it's probably like 2008 2009 yeah uh, 2007 I think it was before I met Dina I'm gonna go with more like 2006 so. 2005 maybe me you might be right but I think Alicia Haley was done filming The L Word at that time. So whenever that know. ended. But either way, it was like not at all the same type of crowd, not at all the same type of vibe, not at all the same type of experience. No. It was awesome seeing the, the band. It was amazing. But the it crowd was, nothing was totally... Like Nothing. No, not open, not anything. It didn't feel that same way. And the Fletcher crowd, when we left and we walked home, we walked home. We walked back to the hotel with two girls that we were standing with um, because it felt safer. But it was like an amazing thing. Like it was the same type of thing we experienced in Pittsburgh with our now close friends that we met there. It was right. like hey, my girlfriend is in line for merch. So this is what she looks like. And the, the best part is she explains her. Oh, she's like, you know, um, she's a little bit taller than everybody's taller than me. I'm only five, five. But she's like, she's a little bit taller than you. She's wearing a, a snapback, like a trucker hat and flannel. I go over to the line. I go, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not walking up to any of these bitches in flannel with a hat on me and saying your girlfriend sent me to stand with you in line. <laughs> I'm not going to get my ass kicked, right? So I just waited in line forever by myself. But either way, it was cool because it was like the whole time I was away, we had no cell service in the concert um, venue. We had no cell service at all. So I couldn't text Dina, let her know where I was. She thought I left. She thought I got lost. She thought I got kidnapped. And the girl that was with her, then when her girlfriend came back from the merch line, was helping, you know right make themselves big to save room for me to come back it was just awesome it just that awesome type of feel and and then we had that same kind of dynamic with them that we had with our friends in Pittsburgh where um we're kind of watching out for each other you know so Dina's like oh my god best concert I've ever been to now keep in mind um for those of you don't know us most of you don't but my wife was a national record rep for Universal Motown. And that's how we met. And we'll go over that story at some point. She yeah. she um, has been awesome. to a million concerts. A lot of us have. But she's been to like a million, a million because that was her job, right? Is to travel with artists and go to shows and stuff. She's like, that is the best show I've ever been to. Now, she's been to a lot. So that was saying something. And she was not a huge fan before going to see Fletcher at all. She went for me. 
Right. Now so she's then, like the bigger fan. Oh my God. Now she's like, how do I get Fletcher to blow up? Now she's like, I want to get back in the industry. I want to, you know what I mean? If I could work for her, if I could work her record, do you know? Oh, and then she'll, she'll drop a new record and she'll be like, oh my God, this would be great with this audience, this audience, this audience. And I would show the, the, the radio stations, you know, in this way, how it affects this audience. And she's got, you know, whole plans. It's hilarious. And I'm like, my God, you're fucking worse than I am. <laughs> she's definitely got she a is. talent, though, that's untapped. She needs to get back into that eventually. I know. I know. She's got a way about her. She does. She, well, she just gets it is what it is. And it's, you know what I mean? She did. That's what she does. And that's what she's good at. And she's got a, a ton of brilliant ideas. Right. And mainstream radio terrestrial terrestrial whatever i can't terrestrial say radio it's yeah. still like the only free form of entertainment mm-hmm. that we have yeah left yep and it's You're completely right. undervalued and now pet with this past mm-hmm. storm you realize how important it is you don't have you don't have right electric right you don't have anything that's the only way but anyways she yeah, if you don't have Wi-Fi and, and connectivity to the internet. In she knows exactly how to talk to these people. And really, that's where it all begins. It really does. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can do but so it's, much. But it's funny. And I listen, like, every now and then, and, I, and I'm guilty of not listening to terrestrial radio very much at all. I used to work in radio, and it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, my God, I just, I stream everything now. It's literally my so, wife's livelihood, so you really should yeah. be, it could be yours, too. Your wife's I, livelihood. Okay? You understand? <laughs> well, it's different. No, because the industry's so different now. That I it's know, not just I about know. getting getting radio stations to play records, right? It's about following the streams where the streams are coming from um who's streaming all of that data is there you know right, and all right. of that data can be very easily gathered um but anyway so to finish crazy. telling us the but story either way tell us this oh my god so, so now i i it's i'm i'm so, the one that's at fault i took took you off off track but when you no, that's okay we this is that. how it's we okay. do this how we do so yeah okay. this is what happens so it's a real conversation so after that Dina was like oh my god like she's really that's like she's really talented and the way she connects with her audience I think is what what put Dina over the edge right so it's not just a band playing good music it's not just an artist playing good music it's an artist playing good music who the the you look in the crowd and the crowd is fucking feeling it they're crying they're laughing they're making out they're doing whatever it's it's a totally different vibe nobody made out with me come on (laughs) jen's experience apparently sucked because she didn't make out with anybody i apologize jen god i'm sure we could have made that happen for you but listen uh, you know i'm not looking for chrissy to not let you do anything with us ever again why i'm allowed (laughs) to make out with my friends no, that is not. Okay, so your only friends there were me and Dina. Well, Dina didn't. Uh, whatever. Uh, I don't have anything to say. I plead the fifth. And we know you and I are not making out because that is no. not in the cards. Neither no. one of us wants anything you know, to do with honestly, that. You know, honestly, you are the definition of my platonic, like, relationship, friendship, like. Yes. Right? 
Yeah. So, so let's go into that because my story with Boston is finished. We can always touch on. We Pittsburgh. can always touch on Pittsburgh another day. Actually, we should touch on Pittsburgh another day when we have one of our friends on. Is what we should do. Yeah, we will. We'll have to bring one of our friends on. But yeah, okay, so let's, let's do that. So the topic, the top of mind, is. So like, how do I bring it up? How do you, how do we bring this up? I have conversations with my friends all day long, mm-hmm. right? Right. And as a lesbian, are you wondering? As a lesbian, where do you where? Okay, so when I came out, right? How many people said to you, "Oh my God, does she did she like me?" And like, bitch, just because you're a female doesn't mean that. Right. No. I found you attractive. Mm. That type of thing. Right. Like where is that line between right. attraction so, and platonic friendship? Right. So I had a conversation with our friend, a mutual friend of ours today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think of how it evolved because, you know, some things are private. So I really don't want to like, because it really wasn't about me and mm-hmm. how this came up. But. Right. You know, you have <clears throat> same-sex relationships. So <clears throat> I'm in a relationship, you know, obviously with Chrissy, you're in with Dina, but we all communicate all day long. And, you know, it comes to the point where you're like, well, what is crossing the line? Is there, like, a line that you can cross in a platonic relationship, right? Okay. Am I, am I saying that right or am I verbalizing um, it? How am I saying this? Because I mean, you know exactly where I'm going. So is there a line? Of course. Of course. Right? There are plenty of... of but is there one because of the sexuality? Friends who turn or is into it more. Be, is it because of your who you... Def, how you label your sexuality? Or... What do you mean? Is there only a line because you're a lesbian? Yeah. I know, but yeah. that doesn't make any sense. So, uh, well, here's the deal. It's so with men and women, I think it's a different dynamic. Um, and I think when. I think we when, need to strip this down. Yeah. We need if to strip you're this married. Down. So, uh, I, I don't know. I do feel like I do feel like everything comes down to trust in a relationship, right? Let me just blanket statement put this out there. So I think everything comes down to trust in a relationship. I think I could be friends with any female in the world, including Fletcher. And yeah, right. Dina would See, not I be would concerned. not. I would be concerned. For I you. would not be concerned. And I don't think Dina would be concerned. I mean, we can ask her, but I don't think she would be concerned about me cheating because we have, we know what we have together and I trust her implicitly. She trusts me implicitly and no, I'm not ignorant and no, I'm not blind and no, I'm not, you know, all of those things that some of you may be thinking, oh my God, how could you? My wife's a bartender. She talks to people for a living when she traveled for work in in, in the record industry, like we talked about, her job was schmoozing people, you know, and taking people out for and whining and dining them. I did not, I was not threatened by that. 
So, you know, and I'm not threatened by anything. So Fletcher comes to your house, knocks on the door, and she's like, I need you. You're not going to. I need you. Yeah. What? She's like, I need you. Yeah. I'd be like, she looks you in the eye and she's like, I need you. No, you would not. (laughs) You would be flabbergasted and wouldn't know how to even handle that situation. You don't even have to think about it. If she was a male, if she was a male and she came to your house and she was like, I I need you, you would not. Yeah, whatever. What do you need? Right? So you see where I'm going with this now now that I said that. Yeah, I got you. I got so you. So okay. just because I'm a female in a female mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. with my whatever, my wife, doesn't mean that my friendships or relationships are going to change how I got feel it. about somebody. Right? Got it. Um, but because I think there's more eff- like um, emphasis and more like wide eyes. And more judgment from others around me. Yes. I I think that's always going to be the case. And I think it goes. But if I was talking to a male. Mm -hmm. Right. Even though I'm bisexual. Right. But but because I'm not married to a male. I'm wondering. I I wouldn't have gotten that. I wouldn't get that same look uh, or the Mm -hmm. same judgment. Or like what our friend said to us, like, well. Or said to me, you know, well, I mean, it, she, it's another woman. Who cares if it's another woman? That's my friend. That's I love that friend unconditionally. I got you. I think it's, I think it's, no, it's not ignorant, but I think it's naive, you know, in a way of people to, to, to think that way, if that makes sense. Right. Do you because, get that, though, with other people? Yes. I do. I, I my 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 friend Amy and I when we were out one night. Remember, my friend Amy is so animated. It's so funny. She's telling me the story about this guy she was dating, and she's like yelling at me at a bar, and <laughs> she's yelling the story. So I'm sitting there smiling, like, like yeah, yeah you're uncomfortable. Off, nod, smile, giving off the vibes. Yeah. yeah, giving off the vibes that she's not actually yelling at me. Because why would I be smiling, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Shaking just your so head, you know, you're arguing good. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, there happened to be this guy at the bar who knew my wife, and <gasps> um, who worked at another bar, right? Who was bartending at another bar. So I'm out with my friend. Yes, I'm out with Amy. And she's yelling at me, and he thinks we're in some sort of heated lovers quarrel, right? Right. So he tells the bartender, who's a, another friend of ours, Danielle, love her, miss her. I haven't, we haven't seen her in forever. She, he tells her, um, that girl, I know her wife, and blah, 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 blah. She's clearly cheating on her wife. You know what I mean? And she, and Danielle was like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, first of all, that's not <laughs> that's not her date. That's like one of her friends that she's been friends with since she was like 10. Right. She's right, like, second right. of all, she's not cheating on her wife. And her wife probably knows she's here. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Right. Calm well, down. I get that, too. Like, I go because mm-hmm. obviously Chrissy's pretty well known in the area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I go to like a concert and I'm always able to bring it's a joke. Bring my plus one mm-hmm. because Chrissy's working. So she's she's always like you can bring somebody. 
course. So I'm like, well, who am I going to bring? I don't know. I'll bring Grace because that's like my whatever. It's my best friend yeah, here. Yeah, that's your close friend there. My close, yeah, yeah, one of my closest friends. So I get people who like gawk at me and stare at us like the entire time because well, I'm very because I'm very close with her, right? Mm-hmm. But not. It's a, it's definitely like. But you're not like Taylor Swift and what's her name close. No at a concert where you're hanging all over each other. You don't have. If I did so that, I would they? be drunk. Shame on them. If I did that, I'd be drunk, and Chrissy would be there to help wrangle me in. You know what I mean? Like that would never happen. <laughs> and that, I can't say that won't ever happen. <laughs> and Grace would be holding you up, right? <laughs> Grace will be like, you know, she's she is like my sister that I don't have here. Like mm-hmm. I have nothing, yeah. hold nothing back from her, um, mm-hmm. but I feel that judgment. Do you feel that? Do you feel ever feel like that? Maybe not because you and Dina do a lot together. You yeah. you have the same friends. Me and Chrissy do not. So we are ten years apart. You know, we have I two different groups too, of friends. I feel too, Jen, when I hang out with guys. Right. So right. when I hang out with guys from, you know, my fire department, I'm a volunteer. When I hang out with guys from work, when I hang out with guys, I feel that same kind of thing. People look and they assume you're together. And I'm like, no, nope, gay as fuck. But thank you. You know, like it's almost more of um, I feel the eyes more. Or I notice it. I don't know how to describe it, right? Is is that making any sense or no? So the reason I wanted to talk about this in platonic friendships and relationships is because we are constantly Mm -hmm. always on guard. Always have to watch your back. Yes. Right? Nobody understands the... Either way. Nobody Mm -hmm. knows the basis of my relationship with you or Ange or Grace or... Dina, nobody knows, like, nobody knows. They just automatically assume. You know what I'm saying? So, Well, people assume a lot of shit, and it's funny, because if we were in a group, like, they'd probably be able to pick out, because Dina and I are... are and I so if we were in before, a group... Try not to be affectionate in public. But right, if we were in a group, and it was Chrissy, you, Dina, mm-hmm. Ange, and Grace... Nobody would know who I was with because I'm equally open and like completely myself and with not all like of you. Physically affectionate with any right. right. But you're not like a physically affectionate person, um, at least with us. But right, but I right. So but it, I, it wouldn't look like you were dating any of us. Does that make sense? Including my wife. E correct. <laughs> Which is, I think, why you don't worry about when you're in public, people um, judging you for being gay or people, you know, pinpointing that you're gay because you're not a very affectionate person. But I am. In public. My wife will fucking call my ass out because she's very affectionate. You know what I mean? But I can be affectionate. It's just that I don't like to showcase it. But. Exactly. Why? Why, why would I? It's not necessary. It, no, it's not necessary. But what if it felt like something you wanted to do? If you wanted to be close to her, do you hold back for 
any other reason other than I'm just not an affectionate person. Well, then I, I would like hold back that. with all of you because I'm the same person. I'm. It's different commitment levels. Right. Right? Different mm-hmm. things. But, like, my sexuality has nothing to do with how I love my friends and family. No. Obviously But not. I feel like it's constantly but does your brought... sexuality... To attention, brought, like brought. I feel like it's constantly brought up in conversations with people, even the people closest to us. Like, oh, I mm-hmm. saw Jen over there with somebody else. <laughs> what? Okay, I'm not allowed to have my life. Like, who cares? <laughs> no, you're not, because you can't talk to other women. Well, I think that's unfortunate. I don't get that. I don't. I don't get that from anyone. Um, in our in our in our close circle, and I don't get that from anyone in my family. Do you know what I mean? I don't get anybody telling me, "Hey, I think you're a little too forward with other women," you know, outside of your like. They don't actually tell me or, that, but they'll be like in a roundabout way, like well, judging somehow, right? somehow, and like I I'm, don't get that. And it was like people I don't even know, people I don't even know, <laughs> at a concert <laughs> like, yelling really? my name. And I'm like, wait, what is going on? What is going Like, I feel like I'm constantly. It's a weird dynamic for you, though. Right. So it's different for me. So the reason I brought it up is because a lot of times people ask, well, Mm -hmm. how does Chrissy feel about you being friends with so-and-so? I don't know. She doesn't give a shit. She's happily married. That's my best friend. she doesn't give a shit. You know? That's my goddaughter's mother. Leave her alone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I that that is one of the biggest things I hate about being in a lesbian relationship is that my female friendships are Jen, called. If you were in a straight friendship or straight straight relationship, you would have the same issues if you hung out with people of the opposite sex. I know, but don't people understand? Like, you can have platonic friendships. No, because in the straight end. I think it's a lot more difficult for and people. And see, I love, yeah, but when I love somebody, I love them. Like, they're unconditional. So I think, I've always felt like, and, and again, hey, listen, I'm not an expert. I'm just sharing an opinion, right? Just sharing an opinion. I've always had male friends. Those male friends growing up had always converted those, you know, feelings of friendship to something more. Oh, I remember. And hightail it out of there. Yeah. yeah you know. Because my sister used to, my, my song, she used to play Maneater by Holland Oates for me. <laughs> like, you blow through these men because, and then like, you know, um, a group of guy friends, they would have a pact where none of them could date me because they, it, it was weird. And I said, well, what the fuck well, is that about? Because I don't want to date, you date any gay. of you. But yeah, but that's no, the other thing. They didn't want to date, they had a pact not to date me because it, oh, I know. it would break up the you know, the dynamic of all of us being friends and whatever. But there's always that chance, right, that the friendship could turn more. I'm not saying that chance doesn't exist with with females, you know, being friends. I don't think it does, especially if both of them are not. I don't know. Yeah, with your straight friends, listen, listen, the lesbians listening to this know damn well. There's a saying that that goes, "Every girl straight until she's not," right? No, I know two women it's right funny, now who are not. But I, right, 
It's funny. It's a funny saying, and I think a lot of women will experiment or have experimented, and I think most of the women we know have experimented. Right, Is but that fair to say? Right, but I don't think showing affection but to your female mean... friends is crossing the line either. No, I mean actually like some sort of act. Right, so like if, some if, sort of if Ange called me up and she's like, female. I need you, to, I need you. I would drop everything I need, everything I was doing here So when house. you say, who, when all these people are, are appearing and saying, I need you, what are they needing us for? I don't know. I'm just I using that word. Question. Because want is a I need desire. you for like moral support. Yeah. I, think, I need you for so what? Because like, I think that's the, that's the defining, you see, know, difference. See, I'm only using her because she's close to both of us. But like, yeah, just like, right. I need you to come home. I'm a mess. God mm-hmm. knows what. If I crawl into bed with her and just lay there and talk, that's not me crossing the line. No. Right? No. No, I wouldn't think so. Ange and I have had a million sleepovers in our lives, and I, I don't feel like, you know, that's ever been even a, a, a thought. I know it's not been a thought on my end. I know it's not been a thought on her end. There is a possibility of having a strictly platonic Like me friendship. and you. Like, of course. Yeah. I mean, we... Of course. People thought we were dating probably for a long time, but it wasn't happening. But or, does the opposite exist, right? Do do women become friends and then become something more? A hundred percent. Yes, of course. That possibility exists with a lot of people and a lot of relationships. But that is a huge burden in a female queer relationship that I feel right. I'm constantly being like, it's something I never would even think about, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's con- like my integrity is always mm-hmm. being called into action because I have four very close female friends. Okay, have you ever had a female friend that you were like, I think I'm just friends with this person because I have a crush on them? No. Hmm. Because a guy. <sighs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Right? Maybe. So it's the same it's the same kind of thing, right? People are always gonna have this idea of there potentially being an option or no. not an option, but a possibility of one person being attracted to the other but, because of the closeness of being friends. Right. Like, no, I don't think I have any friends, female friends. I've had that- female friends that I was just friends with because I, for whatever reason, I was somehow attracted to them, hundred percent. I have not. I have, but not that I was very close to. Does that make sense? I mean, I find my friends attractive, but not in yeah, a. That's different. Like, mm-hmm. but when I look at them, I'm like, oh my god, you're such a beautiful person. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, and we we joke. I joke a lot. I joke. And like say Dina's hot or you right, know it's your nature it's your nature um I don't do that with you though because it's just not natural but with no like, exactly it would be weird it's it would not, feel like Ew. if I said that to Anne <laughs> she, she would vomit but like I do that you know I'll say with Grace I'm like <laughs> because that's just how my relationship is and um right. I feel that con- I constantly have to defend my female relationships. 
maybe mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe not to anybody in particular, but to myself. Mm-hmm. To be like, yeah, okay. I got you. But if I was married to a man, nobody would question me whatsoever. No, no. If you were straight, nobody would question male relationships unless shit got really like obviously weird. And sometimes maybe they should. That's correct. Because I am. I don't know. <laughs> so, so this is a whole other like. This is a deep-seated topic, it's a and lot. I'm sure a lot of people yeah, can relate to lot. this. Even straight people can relate to this. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I said that 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 possibility or that not possibility again. Yes, the possibility that one person in a close relationship, friendship, right, would develop feelings that are different that are more romantic than than they are friendly for the other person that those possibilities exist it just it is what it is right it exists right and to some extent some people might argue hey every relationship i had started out as a friendship yeah i mean mine did for the most part (laughs) then there you go i know but 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 okay How do I say this? <laughs> I say things. I don't know, but I can't wait to hear what it is. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I say things about things very, like, unpolished, like in an unpolished okay. manner. Maybe not. I say things about things that I don't necessarily mean it to sound that way. Okay. And I think that comes, I do that sometimes because I'm insecure about who I am. Okay. About, I'm insecure because I've had trauma in the past. Like, growing up, my mom always asked me if my friends were my girlfriends. Mm, right? Mm-hmm. So I live that way. And maybe nobody's really, but when I go to concerts and I hear people, like, talking or whatever, that it, like, triggers me. So, like, I'm completely, like. What, what do you mean what? talking? Like, when you're at your concerts where you bring your plus one that's not Chrissy? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. my plus one can be Christy's mother for all it matters. And somebody's going to say something. You know, I just constantly. <laughs> People are fucked up. Right. <laughs> or they'll be like, are you and Christy still together? Yeah, we are. You moron. Oh, my God. <laughs> but in general, I'm thinking mm-hmm. and just bringing this topic up because we were talking about something to revisit. We were talking about the holidays and things and just think about what how how do I say other people's opinions of you completely like put a damper Mm -hmm. on who you are yeah right yeah somehow have an effect on how you express yourself whether it's you're not being your authentic self I think you hear a lot you know you hear it referred to as that a lot basically being who you are who you feel you are on the inside showing that on the outside to people you love or people who love you right and um you know how do you how does the perception others have of you change how you outwardly um express yourself share who you are yeah yeah yeah. Well, you know what? Let's stop on that note because I think we should pick up on that next episode. 
Yes, guys, please reset, reach out to us. Queer and I think podcast we want to talk about we want to talk about something that came up in in the news. Um, the wrestler. Oh my gosh! Yeah, something that came up in my news feed that was really exciting. Um, so we'll we'll bring that up on mm-hmm. next episode. Absolutely cool. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Be Year. Whoops. I don't know what the <laughs> heck that was. On that note, bye-bye. <laughs>